Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome in to Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you are having a fantastic Wednesday, wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. I thought that I was going to be in Mexico this week. Instead, uh, I am right now deluged in snow as we prepare for the second winter weather warning of uh, the week here in the Nashville area. Uh, Right off the top, I know we have a monster audience in Texas and many of you in Dallas and Austin and also in Houston and all points in between and beyond are struggling. Same with a lot of you in Arkansas. Same with the big crew in Mississippi and Alabama and Tennessee. This is the storm of the century. They're saying all over the state of Texas they've never seen anything like it. Uh, I hope all of you are as safe as you can possibly be. I hope you've been able to charge up everything uh, and that for the most part your homes and uh, businesses are able to keep uh, up with the heat uh, as a bitter veil of cold descends across the Southland and indeed across the entire country. I was looking at the, the map of temperatures and basically Southern California and Florida are like the only two places that aren't below freezing right now. Uh, This is an unbelievable Arctic blast. We're in the middle of it. I just came in from sledding with my six-year-old. We're expecting another three or four inches of snow today in Nashville which a lot of you out there are going to laugh and be like three or four inches is nothing. In Nashville, it's a substantial amount. Uh, Schools are going to be out for the entire week. Almost all of the airplane flights have been shut down and your boy is back to work. Uh, I was going to be in Mexico but instead I'm working. I'll have radio tomorrow morning. I'll be live on the radio on Friday uh, and uh, that is where we are headed here. A bunch of different stories to get into. want to remind you right off the top fanduel.com slash clay up to $1,000 free to gamble with. fanduel.com slash clay Tennessee uh, Indiana Illinois Iowa West Virginia Michigan Virginia Colorado Pennsylvania and New Jersey all 10 of those states you can go ahead and sign up if you're from another state and they will let you know the moment that it becomes officially legal in your state that is fanduel.com slash clay one more time fanduel.com slash clay for up to $1,000 free to wager with I want to talk about Rush Limbaugh for a minute there are relatively few people in all of radio that have been able to captivate audiences for as long as Rush Limbaugh did it. Today he died at the age of 70. For decades he dominated the airwaves in a monstrous way fighting what I believe is often the good fight on behalf of the First Amendment and the marketplace of ideas. Whether you agreed or disagreed with what he said He did so in an incredibly powerful manner and he furthered our national discourse in an important way. I know that we live in an era right now where if someone disagrees with you 
what you try to do at least for a large percentage of people on social media is cancel them and not allow them to speak. As anybody who is a regular listener or viewer of any OutKick programming knows I 100% repudiate that idea. I think the marketplace of ideas is important whether you are on one side or the other the way that we uh, reach consensus in the United States is not by attempting to cancel people who disagree with us. It's by winning a battle of ideas. And Rush Limbaugh engaged in a battle of ideas for longer than almost anyone in the history of our country. And let me just take a step back and talk for a moment about what being good on radio, live radio, every day for years on end requires. A unique skill set. People who listen on radio know you in a way that doesn't happen in movies, in a way that doesn't happen on uh, television, you get to know the person that you are listening to on a radio show. Because you can't fake radio. Good radio is authentic. It is believable. It is sometimes, sometimes uncomfortable. It is always honest. And I believe the reason why Rush Limbaugh was able to exist for as long as he did is because of the authenticity of his beliefs. Um, And again, as someone who has now been doing solo radio for five years, 15 hours a week, it's hard to do. It's almost impossible to do incredibly well. And Rush Limbaugh did it incredibly well for decades. He also was a big sports fan. And I think his firing at ESPN for raising uncomfortable truths is a function of how uh, broken much of our discourse has become not just in media but in sports media. Rush Limbaugh pointed out years and years ago you can go read about it in my book Republicans Buy Sneakers where I dove into it in a big way. Rush Limbaugh said something that I think is irrefutably true. It is Some people not only root against players at the quarterback position because of their race, some people root for them at the quarterback position because of their race. And this is a battle that is still ongoing today because there are many people out there who if you dare to utter a word of criticism about a black quarterback immediately decide that it is racist. And there are many people out there who still decide who they root for based on the race of a quarterback. We just saw this happen at ESPN just a few months ago uh, when Dominique Foxworth came out and said he rooted against Josh Allen because the people who root for Josh Allen are the kind of people who have the American flag in their Twitter profile pictures. That would have been a statement that got him fired if he were a white guy talking about a black guy and the fact that we don't have a common standard of language and acceptable discourse regardless of identity is I think one of the great flaws of the way that we talk about sports in America today. And I thought Rush Limbaugh perceptively punctured in a very short period of time that conversation and how broken and and how broken and inauthentic and artificial it often was. Rush Limbaugh was right in the way that he broke up the hegemony of ESPN. The fact that he challenged their code of silence when it comes to anybody out there other than far left-wing sports media members 
is, I think, a credit to him. And I would just say this as well. Think about where we are as a country that Rush Limbaugh could have one day been hired to opine on the NFL and think about what the reaction would be today if anyone of a conservative bent at all were hired by ESPN. They are a one-party state and that is why their national discourse is so broken and why their ratings are collapsing And Rush Limbaugh gave us a preview of that years and years and years ago of what was to come. So I respect anybody. I think probably there is an argument, very strong one, that Rush Limbaugh is the most influential person in American radio history. I think you could probably make an argument for Howard Stern, but when you think about what Rush Limbaugh talked about, it was so much more powerful and important than oftentimes what Howard Stern talks about. And unlike Stern, who in his later years has become a pale reflection of the revolutionary that he was in his early years, 1980s and 1990s Howard Stern would hate the Howard Stern of today. Rush stuck to his guns. He continued his arguments all the way up until cancer took his life I think he is an incredible uh, talent. I think he is an incredible voice of American politics. And I believe that there is a strong argument. In fact, I think I would embrace it that he is the most influential, certainly political figure to ever use radio in this country when you consider the length and breadth and scope of his audience and how he impacted the direction of many policies in America today. So... Uh, Rest in peace to Rush Limbaugh, to his family, to everyone that knew him well. Uh, I offer my condolences and I hope uh, that uh, that the, the legacy of Rush Limbaugh is going to be continued embrace for the the difficulties sometimes inherent in a robust marketplace of ideas. Everybody's not happy all the time, but there's no constitutional guarantee that you're not going to be offended. And I thought Rush Limbaugh advanced our national discourse more than almost anyone who has ever used radio in their career. Uh, So that is a a big start to the story here uh, about Rush Limbaugh. I want to hit now a bunch of more traditional sports stories. I'm going to circle around to Andrew Cuomo and COVID again. Uh, Several different stories that are out there. Deshaun Watson, did you see this story? Much less serious stories, obviously. Deshaun Watson was rumored to be uh, on the table. The Panthers potentially offering three first-round picks and Christian McCaffrey. If that trade were to materialize, who would win that trade? First of all, you don't know for sure because you don't know who the Texans are going to draft. It's possible they hit three home runs with their first-round draft picks. Possible the Panthers fall off the face of the planet, give them really good picks, and the Texans go out and they move from Deshaun Watson and find their own version of Aaron Rodgers. It's also possible Deshaun Watson doesn't continue to evolve and doesn't become the player that we think he's going to be over the next 15 years. So the easy answer is you won't know for sure. Which side of the debate and the trade would I like to buy stock in? The Deshaun Watson side. Because running backs by and large don't move the needle in terms of wins and losses. Christian McCaffrey is exciting. He's a great draft pick if you're a fantasy football player. 
unlikely that he's ever going to be a difference maker on a championship caliber team. I really think that. What would determine whether or not Deshaun Watson to the Panthers was a good pick or a good trade would be how the picks went for the Carolina Panthers. If they were able to find another franchise quarterback then they would have a couple of more big-time talents to pair around him with Christian McCaffrey. If that happened then it would end up being a fine trade for the Houston Texans. But if they went full-on Miami Dolphins after Dan Marino and stumbled in the football wilderness for a quarter century without being able to find anyone then Texan fans would look back on the decision to trade Deshaun Watson as one of the worst in the history of the franchise. You talk about big risk. I'd love to see a trade like this materialize because there would just be monster stakes on both sides. Matt Rule and the Panthers would be all in on Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans would be all in on the idea that they were going to be able to replace Deshaun Watson sooner rather than later. I don't know how it would shake out but we're going to talk about this story tomorrow on the radio program. I am fascinated by it. J.J. Watt. Every day a new storyline about J.J. Watt, Deshaun Watson's former Houston Texans teammate. Where is he going to end up? Where might he be headed? No one really knows for sure but the interest level in J.J. Watt is reportedly high. The Titans have come out and announced basically that they have already reached out to his representatives the Cleveland Browns, the Green Bay Packers, the Pittsburgh Steelers all of them are reportedly circling J.J. Watt trying to figure out can he make sense going forward for them and what is the long-range future of J.J. Watt. I can't wait to see how this is going to shake out. Um, To me, the question with Watt and I've got a bunch of stats here I believe for you is does he have a lot of juice left in his tank? Some stats for you on J.J. Watt. Uh, Texans fans back in 2011 wanted Alden Smith. Instead, they got J.J. Watt. When he was drafted, fans booed him. He walked on at Wisconsin and uh, in his first year he had an interception in the playoffs against the Bengals. That was the play that began to instill him as a, uh, as a uh, legend in the hearts and minds of Houston Texan fans. He had 20 sacks in back-to-back years. Three Defensive Player of the Year awards but in the last five years of his career he's only to completed two full seasons. So the biggest question about J.J. Watt going forward is how healthy is he going to be? How many games will he be able to play? What does he have left in his tank? Now, could he be a Tom Brady-like influence on the defensive side of the ball for a team? If he plays I think the answer is yes because I do think that he still has enough juice left that guys know him as a first ballot Hall of Famer and could follow him but I think it all comes down to what the cost is going to be. And speaking of what the cost is going to be starting to get some storylines emerging from Pittsburgh surrounding exactly what the situation is with the Steelers. Here were some quotes. As we sit here today Ben is a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He reiterated that he wants to continue to play. We told him quite frankly we have to look at this current situation with Ben's current cap number some adjustment will have to be made. Ben is on the team the GM said. He did a lot of really good things last year. We anticipate he could still do some good things going forward. Hopefully there's a way we can try to figure out and do what's best for the organization and do what's best for Ben. 
Hopefully he'll be able to see that and feel the same way we do. There's a lot of work that needs to be done not only with Ben but with the whole unrestricted free agent class and our whole cap situation. Uh, And then they continue first and foremost financially we have to be in compliance then we're making guesstimates uh, and they say at the end it just doesn't involve him it involves the players around him I'm sure he's going to want to see what type of team we can keep together under our current situation hopefully we can all make the correct adjustments to keep the group together as much as possible. I'm not sure what this means for Ben Roethlisberger's future because what's being hinted at here is the big looming story of the NFL offseason. Nobody knows what the cap's going to be. A lot of money was lost. The cap is going to come down substantially meaning two-thirds of the teams that were at, at, at near or over the cap have massive salary cuts that they have to implement in order to be able to afford the roster that they have now. Ben Roethlisberger's on track to make over $40 million dollars there are a lot of moving parts associated with what's going to happen with him going forward. So this is connected to J.J. Watt because it's hard for the Steelers to know how much cap space they might have to offer him a job when they don't know what's going to happen with Ben Roethlisberger. Will he be back at the age of 38 or are the Steelers going to implement some form of divorce much like what happened with Tom Brady and the New England Patriots? We will find this out in the coming weeks. Big story to follow here. Andrew Cuomo our friend the New York governor who did the worst job of any elected official dealing with COVID I believe in the entire world and then wrote a book about how good of a job he had done and has decimated and destroyed the overall New York economy uh, killed tens of thousands of people potentially who didn't need to die uh, inside of nursing homes in New York And as a result, there now is a massive blowback on Andrew Cuomo. Now, for regular listeners or viewers of the OutKick program, I've been sharing these facts with you for months. This is nothing new to many of us. But it's as if people just finally started to look around at the data and realize how awful of a job Andrew Cuomo did. Now, CNN tried to manufacture him into a hero by allowing him to appear on his brother Fredo's show on CNN. Since all of these details have come out there hasn't been a mention on Cuomo's CNN show about his brother Andrew. In fact, CNN put out a statement saying they didn't believe it was appropriate for Cuomo to be Chris Cuomo Chris Fredo Cuomo as I call him to be covering his brother because of the perceptions of conflict there. Well, wait a minute. You were fine putting him on during the course of the COVID pandemic and allowing their brother act to become a major storyline of COVID and now that there is negative stories associated with Andrew Cuomo you won't allow his brother to even mention them? It's good that CNN has double standards because without those double standards they would have no standards at all. This is a major journalistic failure. It is a failure of epic magnitude when it comes to public perception and trust and authenticity and honesty with your audience. CNN should be ashamed of itself that they ever let Andrew Cuomo become a hero of COVID 
when all of the data told you that he was doing an atrocious job. And things have now gotten so bad for Andrew Cuomo that, and I'm reading directly here, uh, Cuomo vowed to destroy a fellow Democrat over nursing home criticism. Governor Andrew Cuomo attacked Assemblyman Ron Kim both publicly and in a private phone call as a war intensified over the state's handling of nursing home deaths during the pandemic. Uh, This is a New York Times story headline that I just uh, shared with you a few minutes ago and more importantly potentially for Andrew Cuomo nine different Democrats in the New York State House have accused Cuomo of obstruction of justice in in an open letter nine different Democrats quote in an attempt to circumvent a United States Department of Justice probe and despite a joint hearing held by the state legislature last August in which representatives of the Cuomo administration were compelled to testify and answer crucial questions to our our body. It is possible that New York is going to end up impeaching Andrew Cuomo and maybe removing him from office over obstruction of justice and potential criminal misbehavior as it pertains to the nursing home deaths in the state of New York which New York tried to cover up at Andrew Cuomo's behest. This is a monster story. The media doesn't have egg on its face to steal a line from Dan Rather. They've got an omelet on their face. This is what dishonesty in news looks like and CNN has been leading the charge. Speaking of New York, uh, this is uh, I try to fight for as many different teams as I can to be allowed to finish their season. Fordham's women's basketball team had their season cut short despite the fact that they have not failed a single COVID test out of 1,400 and that they are right now second in the A-10 and potentially in position to play in the NCAA women's basketball tournament. These kind of decisions without any health justification whatsoever are flat out wrong. And Fordham's women's basketball team deserves to complete their season just like every high school, college, and pro team does in America today. It isn't right or justified based on the data or uh, science to be shutting down any sport. And I say that as my kids are playing Little League Basketball and Little League Baseball uh, right now. Uh, I think your kids should be playing. I think every school should be open. Every public school, the best possible stimulus for our economy is to open up every school. Women's unemployment rates are at 33-year highs. Why is that? Because they bear the brunt of all childcare, and many women, many moms and grandmas out there, aunts are having to watch children that otherwise Uh, would be employed the best possible stimulus data reflects this is 100% true is opening up every public school in America I appreciate all of you my name is Clay Travis this has been Outkick the Show DBAP unless you need to SBAP I am headed back out to go get some more sledding in with my my six-year-old I hope you guys are handling the cold if you're in a uh, bitterly cold area as best you can Let's get spring here sooner rather than later. Uh, go sign up fanduel.com slash clay up to $1,000 free to wager and one more time condolences to Rush Limbaugh's family. What an incredible career he had. Rest in peace Rush Limbaugh.
This has been Outkick the Show. DBAP, unless you need to ask BAP.